Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. Keep your customers coming back with customer lifecycle email for Magento. Visit them online today at magemail.co. MageTalk is brought to you by MageMojo, a Magento hosting company. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting. We want you to give MageMojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15-minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer, and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to MageMojo for their continued support of MageTalk. Welcome to Mage Talk, episode 92 of the Magento Community Podcast. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, we uh, are continuing our two-part episode of recapping Imagine 2016, which just took place a couple weeks ago in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, we uh, we spent enough time uh, talking all about that and recapping all of the uh, awesome announcements and uh, all of the sessions that we got to sit in and, and listen to and, you know, the main keynote and some of the roadmap that was revealed for Magento 2 and uh, all those awesome things. We spent so much time talking about it when we recorded this episode that we actually uh, split it into two parts. So what you are going to hear right now is part two of two of our Magento Imagine 2016 recap. Let's go and listen in to the show in progress. Did you notice, uh, just, I don't want to skip ahead much, but um, it's funny because he mentioned Amazon payments, which would have been a problem, you know, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. My, <laughs> because of the eBay partnership. I right. I basically spent my entire bar camp talk talking about how Amazon is the future of all commerce. Um, right. Which I, which, right. <laughs> I also <laughs> got away with. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah right. no that was actually that that was a that was a that was a cool talk i was there for that one um and you talked about how the shopping cart is dead and and things like that and and uh you know the social commerce and kind of the on-demand type type commerce um but then at the end you you did tie it all up into a nice little bow saying that magento can really power a lot of these experiences yeah. because of how how flexible it is. Well, I think we heard a lot about kind of like wrapping up, you know, some of the stuff that happened on day one and imagine we heard a whole lot about Magento order management, the, the commerce order management with their, what they're calling MCOM Magento yeah. commerce order management. I yeah. honestly believe, and I I've been saying this a while and that's what the whole centerpiece of that talk is. That is the future of Magento. If Magento finds itself still a shopping cart in the next five, 10 years, I think, you know, uh, I think it will have missed a huge opportunity. Magento's positioned right now to power every type of commerce, whether it's you know retail point of sale, um, you know online retail, like through catalog type shopping experiences. But we have all these new types of commerce that are happening right now, like conversational commerce, like Taco Bell just released the Slack Taco Bot, where you can, as a mm-hmm. group, mm-hmm. buy tacos <laughs> at Taco Bell with the Taco Bot. And I, I think so that intense. these things are the and these are in their infancy. They are kitschy right now, but I think that they, they will become more commonplace. And Magento needs to be able to power those types of commerce too. And I think that MCOM, you know, Magento Commerce Order Management, is that. Um, so we'll see. I, we heard a lot about it. Um, there was a lot of business talks that were centered around MCOM, and uh, and I'm, I'm going to be at IRCE in June. 
I, I expect to see a lot more of MCOM talked about in the in the. What are some of the things I I don't know too much about order management systems, but what what are some of the things that I don't know that make it unique, um, or that you know that are interesting about the way that it um, manages orders? Well, Magento Magento as a platform does a lot of this, right? We we're used to that. Um, a good example would be all of the. Uh, Magento loosely follows some accounting workflows um, in the way that it handles uh, orders, but it kind of leaves it up to you to code the order uh, the order handling workflow from like status and state um, into different you know workflows before it gets picked, packed, and shipped. Uh, a true yeah. order management would have all of those workflows built into the platform, um, and that's what MCOM actually does. Um, so it's it's not watered down in any way. The way that, you know, Magento first, Magento 2 and Magento 1 first were shopping cart platforms. They were uh, end-user experience um, uh, focused, uh, giving, you know, being the most extensible and most flexible, uh, you know, online retail point of sale platform that it could possibly be. And then the, the admin management portion of it kind of was built to service that. Um, sure. this is no, just, right. Yeah. This is like order management from an omni-channel point of view, like it, whether orders come from, you know, like a channel advisor, um, you know, multi-channel, uh, 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 uh like a multi-channel marketplace strategy, or you're building, you know, order management for your B2B operation. These are all things that don't necessarily belong in Magento because they come from outside, but you may not have another order management system. I have a very large client. Yeah, so basically they, they slurp orders in and they let yeah. you configure workflows. Yeah, you configure workflows. And then all of your integrations, right, for your inventory, warehouse, even payments, um, you know, B2B terms, that sort of thing. Um, and, and even to some degree, you could even layer on all of the, uh, all of the like transactional workflows are things that probably should be driven out of uh, MCOM too because... Uh, your e-commerce transaction tra- transactional responses may be different to uh, your B two B business, and those are all things that I think very large companies are starting to get into. And I think it's a very forward thinking approach. Um, so, how do they differ from like an ERP? Oh, it is it is a function of ERP. This is a function of ERP. ERP traditionally is a lot of things. It's it is accounting and warehouse management. And so it's like a subset of ERP. It is a, it is a, it would be a package traditionally like an SAP. This would be a package. Order management would be a package that you purchase from SAP. Um, okay. This right. is, you know, in the world that we live in, the types of software we build nowadays, we kind of pick and, and choose the, the packages we want and we kind of get rid of, we eschew the rest of it. Just like in Magento 2, you can disable the like, we tax you know yeah we're moving away this from, is from yeah. Gigantic, yeah, yeah yeah instead you know, of you know these massive monolithic, monolithic right yeah pieces of software to more kind of loosely coupled uh yeah because some people may want to use you know oro for crm um you know <laughs> it's like that's some people may some people some people may want to use commerce yeah some people may want to use um but you may actually like if you have a b2b portal right oh that might be okay we'll get there we'll get there philip pace yourself um, Pace. Pace. <laughs> B two B was interesting, man. They, I have to say, there was such an emphasis on B two B. It was blowing my mind. Yep. Like every time, like in a previous imagine, they would say the word commerce. Like, yep. We're here to talk about commerce. They would preface that with 
B2B and B2C. Yep, <laughs> so yep, yep, like, yep. We're here to talk about B2B and B2C commerce. Magento powers B2B and B2C commerce. <laughs> it was uh it was it was it was interesting. It was um it was definitely it popped out of me. Well um, I, I yeah. Yeah. Um, I think B2B has become, and I was talking about this with some people. I think B2B has become a massive uh a massive part of uh their well and and like you had said and like they said is that they've always focused on b2b and they've, they've always had a significant amount of b2b customers but they're talking a lot more about it obviously oro is putting on pressure there's some things happening there there's some trends there yeah um and i was talking with some people about it and and um one of the one of the ideas behind it was which made sense to me was uh, or not i mean i didn't hear this from any magento we were just theorizing with some buddies was look in terms of B2C, like plain old B2C commerce, you've yep. got your lower end platforms that are coming up eating that part of the market, right? Right, right. B2B is something that number one, there it's a huge market. There's a ton of B2B companies that are doing business through email, through invoices and faxes, right? So there's a huge um, market there to attack. Number two, right. B2B is is always going to be fundamentally more complex than your Shopify B2C situation. Yes. So they're they're never going to be on those platforms. They're always going to be a great candidate for a flexible platform like uh, Magento. I like that. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah. So it was like, wow. I was like, I was like, I was like, I, th- I think I get it. I think I get why they're talking about it so much. And why, I was like, why is this thing with Oro such a big deal? Like Magento, go focus on B2C, let them handle B2B. And it's like, no, B2B is in many ways, I mean, it's, it almost seems like B2B is sort of the future in many ways. I mean, the, the amount that they, that they talked about it was, uh, you know, was, I think, and it also is coming, is making it into the 2.1 release, right? The B2B module. Right. We're kind of jumping ahead a little bit. No, it's not. It's, that's, that's the thing that I think is the biggest bomb of this whole deal. That was a bomb. Yeah, that's that a was bomb. a huge bomb. I don't think B2B, yeah. like, I've been thinking that B2B is going to be landing in 2.1 for four months now. Um, mm-hmm. when 2.1 was announced on the Tuesday, which we haven't really gotten to, uh, they said B2B is coming later in the year. So I, <laughs> oh yeah, know. they didn't announce it in 2.1. It's, no. it's just, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, coming soon. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's um, kind of get into it then. Let's, let's talk about 2.1 to some degree. Cause I think you're right. B2B is a massive focus, but we're going to be talking about it a lot when it actually lands. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, minor thing. Whenever I try to Google different things related to Magento, like <laughs> I was trying, I was trying to find the the cloud. I'm like, okay, let me find the landing page on the new cloud thing. Right, I'm searching for it. It's not coming up. It might maybe just because it was released so recently, and Google hasn't indexed it. Although you'd think they're indexing their stuff like every six seconds. Yeah, probably the authority of the site. Same thing with Magento 2.1. I was like, let me go find that, and I want to see a list of everything that's in there and not in there. Can't Google it. Magento 2.1 is not is not Googleable. So. <laughs> I don't I don't know quite I don't know quite what that is. Um but uh but yeah, so 2.1 is including Elasticsearch replacing um, solar as the replacing solar. as the third as well, oh, let's let's kind of rewind a little bit. They spent a lot of time basically touting that Magento still Magento 2 is 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 all you need to run Magento 2 is a database and and a web server. Like they be, they spend a lot of time basically kind of touting that you don't need to run all these third party things like Redis and Elasticsearch and they want to allow it to run vanilla yeah. on the on the basics exactly yeah. you, so they can do search you know not well 
they can do mm-hmm. search today. But yes, Elasticsearch is the future. It's the modern option. Solar is out. Elasticsearch is in in Magento 2.1. Yeah. I have a question about search. Okay. Um, on-site Magento search, we should announced, say. Yeah, on-site search. Magento announced their premier partners. Yep, right? yep. Um, which I'm pulling up. I want to make sure they're not already included there. Oh, no, I don't think they are. So, um, which by the way, they announced their premier partners, Taxjar, Fast, New Relic, Celebros, and Tamando. Um, but like, why don't, you know, like you think they're, you know, in an acquisition mode. Why don't they acquire Klevu? I hear so many good things about Klevu. Yeah, Klevu keeps coming up over and over and over again. Um, or why don't they talk about my buddies at Instant Search Plus, right? Like, True. I mean, there's there's a lot of I think game changer third party search tools out there. Um, I don't know. I I think those are all fundamentally SaaS products, and if you acquire that, then you have to you have to <laughs> order management is a SaaS though, right? I, I but mean, they I built that. that. Was gonna be the... They built that, right? They built that, and that's their IP. Isn't um, that from eBay? No, um, it, it was it was built by the Magento team in Barcelona. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. It was built by the Barcelona team um, for I don't know for a specific client, I believe, and then. But it was under eBay Enterprise. Well, everything right? was under eBay Enterprise. Well, sure, okay, fine. But it was yeah. na- it was definitely not named Magento. Um, at um, the time, it was just called ROMs, Retail Order Management System. Okay. Um, okay. And and they only had five clients at the time when they talked about it last year at Imagine uh, 15. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. Coming back to it, like uh, Instant Search Plus, um, I think they run on Google App Engine, right? Mm-hmm. So can you imagine mm-hmm. acquiring a company that runs on Google App Engine? Now you have to, you have to, you take ownership of a whole, yeah, a Python database uh, or a Python app running on Google App Engine. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I the guess. technology really matters. And so the third-party partners, I think, in search at least, make a lot of sense. Um, by the way, this is hilarious. You and I are in the Google Doc just highlighting and de-highlighting <laughs> things like Mad Men. We're both psycho. <laughs> you know that? That's what um, we I think the technology matters a lot um, in the partnerships. Baking things into the platform is is a separate goal. And so something like Elasticsearch, I think, out-of-box can make sense. Um, yeah. Um, the other one was, um, by the way, how do you feel? I know you've used Solar a lot. I haven't really used Solar much. How do you feel about Solar versus Elasticsearch? I think Elasticsearch is better. Um, nice. I, I think it's the right move. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have much more to say other than that. Solar no, is needlessly use, difficult. Um, yeah, I did actually use Elasticsearch. I almost I already forgot about it. I did you, did, you made a module for it. <laughs> I did, yeah. I, <laughs> I built a little module <laughs> for that was like uh, that was like three years. Yeah, that years was now. like three or um, four years ago. And then content staging is another feature. This is a huge um, one. This honestly, it, like, know, this could yeah. be the whole. This could be a whole show. Um, yeah. This is, you know, um, I don't know that I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because nobody that works at something digital listens to my podcast. Um, if we've lost if group. we've lost deals in the last year and a half two years to competing platforms it has been mostly at the enterprise level because of this Const- ah. content staging is is the thing that spree commerce i think has over magento um well so this is different from the staging feature the staging feature was half baked and garbage um <laughs> the original staging yeah. in magento 1 was like 
here's a store where you could put stuff in and then we'll sometimes maybe never copy it to production when you think it will go. Um, this yeah. is a true content staging with a true promotion management calendar view. So you can look at the totality, like you have a global view of all promotions, all price changes, all banners, like everything that is related to the way okay, that, that's awesome. Yeah, this that's is cool. this is I fully realized. And from what I understand, this was a much bigger lift for Magento than they had ever imagined it would be because the 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 needs of marketers that work in Magento every day are very, very deep. And so they mm-hmm, they wanted to mm-hmm. fully realize it. And I, I I commend them on on uh that's on, that's really neat. I didn't realize that. Is is the um uh completely forgot what I was gonna ask about uh, stage. <laughs> I mean, I, from what I understand, you can stage everything. You can stage price changes. Um, you can stage, you know, site content changing. Um, you can stage uh, and preview all of this stuff too. I think that's the big thing is like actually making changes to like a product detail page and previewing it before, mm-hmm. you know, it goes up and live. Um, right, that's part right, of staging, right. you know? Yeah. Um, okay. I remember my question. Is this an enterprise feature? Yes, it is. I think there are going to be parts of this that will become inherently part of community, um, maybe product preview, but they didn't say that. Um, so don't, I mean, don't makes, quote me on it. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of thing that I think seems logical as an enterprise feature because yeah. for your smaller stores, it's like, hey, just change the product name. Yep. Whereas it's something that really starts to make more sense as you've got more things to juggle across the enterprise. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like you, when you have very, very... Uh, you know, when you have entire marketing departments that are are very, very uh, regimented in the way that they schedule promotions and the way that they track ROI against those promotions and paid search campaigns that drive to them and email campaigns that drive to those, you know, the, these things all have very big, um, I don't know, the, the, the dollars at stake are pretty large in a, in a big organization. So they yeah, got big is, dollars at stake. Everybody has like, you know, the one dude that you employ or the one, you know, the one, I guess I have to say chick now. I'm going to get in trouble for that. The one chick that you employ that stays up till 12.01 on Sunday night, every single Sunday night to deploy the new site pricing and specials. Like I know every one of our clients has one of those dudes. Everyone, <laughs> there's something, yeah. somebody like that at something digital that does that. And these yeah. people are shouting for joy. I will say though, okay. What has not been said is they have said the words quarterly release cadence Uh-oh. for over a year, right? Uh-oh. Like we have yeah, heard four yearly releases of Magento um, since almost two years. Like since I was part of the the uh, the partner, um, you know, those partner summit meetings that we were doing, kind of guiding the release of Magento 2. Um, I've heard this ad nauseum. And the very first thing that I heard was multi-releases per year. Um, also, this thing's not landing till when? June? So 2.1 like 2. won't be here till like June. That's halfway through the year and almost eight months after the release of Magento 1. Maybe we'll see another release before the end of the year. Um, and I think this actually kind of breaks from what their sales team was kind of selling on as well. So... You know, congrats on Magento on on actually squeezing out a two point one. I'm pretty glad that you did. Um, I think I think uh, you know nobody's going to hold this against you, but um, 
you know, let's keep moving fast. I think it's good stuff. Um, what was the checkout Stay change, by the way? Yeah, what, well, there was something in checkout. It was some kind of a, uh, I feel like it was a PayPal Ajax. Again, oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. The PayPal in context. We use this on, content. Yeah, we, we use this on one of our clients. They they sell this, by the way, as PCI compliance thing. It's not, but whatever. Um, really? Yeah, it it doesn't really help you with with PCI, but it's. I mean, whatever. We can. It's neither here nor there. Why doesn't? Okay. I mean, we yeah, we could. I, I had a whole security panel about that. Um, I mean, maybe it helps to one degree. Uh, but you probably don't use PayPal as your payments processor exclusively. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, so PayPal in context, this is a thing that's been around for a while. We, something digital did a webinar announcing this with PayPal last year, um, in June, um, talking about prepping for the holidays. Uh, essentially this is the PayPal express payment workflow, but it pops up in a modal in the page instead of taking you off site. Um, and this allows you to kind of check out a little quicker um, from other areas than just the checkout kind of lets you skip a few steps, um, in Magento. And I think you can even activate this on a product detail page. So you could check out right from the PDP, which is really cool. Um, so it could lead to higher conversion rates. I think if you exclusively only use this, maybe it helps you with PCI to a small degree. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff. Um, that's cool. That's cool. But that's basically already, I mean, that's basically a PayPal feature. This but is a thing that's been around since Magento 1.14. Yeah. Like, this has been around a while. Yeah. Um, but maybe they have some nice hook tie-ins with... Magento yeah, maybe. I mean, the fact that it would come baked in, by the way, is is kind of cool. Oh, so um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill myself for not knowing um, the name of the guy. Uh, they had a... Uh, a PayPal person kind of speak at the keynote on Tuesday um, and kind of talked about this a little bit. And, and uh, oh, yeah. interesting to see PayPal still very closely aligned with Magento. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think their fates are somewhat intertwined. Um, well, yeah, because at the end of the day, merchants are using them. So you regard, you know, regardless of what happens at the corporate level, um, they've got a huge installation base that, that you know, that's fine. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. Triggered email can increase your revenue from 8 to even 12%. MageMail is easy and risk-free to try out, and it comes with a free concierge onboarding service. So all you have to do is sit back and watch the orders start to roll in. You can start your risk-free trial today at magemail.co. MageTalk is brought to you by MageMojo, a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360-degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at MageMojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code-level support in the Magento core, and even patches will be applied by MageMojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm, and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them. I want you to try them out today. Go to magemojo.com. That's magemojo.com slash magetalk for a special offer. Oh, speaking of PayPal, which is a complete and total aside, um, at uh, Preimagine, Paul Ibish, 
who's the um, who is the new president of Nucleus. Um, you know, Kurt, Kurt. Uh, yeah. Kurt yeah. Uh, Vonnegut. What's his last name? Kurt <laughs> Theobald. Kurt Theobald. Theobald. Uh, he stepped down um, from uh, as president of of Nucleus, and now uh, uh, Paul Ibish is the uh, president of Nucleus. Paul's like this really. Uh, he's like a really smart investor, very smart guy, very smart businessman. He's written a book on investing, I think. And um, he comes up to me. He's like, "So you know how you're always talking about PayPal's stock?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I guess I I have talked about that a lot. Um, yeah. He's like, I just want to thank you because I'm up like 28% on the year um, for, ah, nice. because of that stock tip. I'm like, why am I not up 28% on the year? Really? The <laughs> <laughs> You're going to start a new uh, podcast where yeah. you give stock tips like no, that. It would just Who's literally just be PayPal screen? over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm up 9% on PayPal. I don't know how he gets 20. Um, All right. He caught the All dip right. maybe. Um, anyway, uh, interesting stuff. Uh very well, loosely magenta related, but here's the next, uh, the real next segment. We need to do a, a drum roll, a little quick yeah. drum roll here. Drum roll, please. Yeah. To the cloud. To the cloud. So they announced the, uh, the enterprise cloud. Magento um, which, enterprise cloud edition. Magento enterprise cloud edition, which now puts them in the running against other Enterprise cloud platforms uh, like your, right, your Volusions yeah. and your, nope. uh, nope, nope, Demandwares, nope, 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 maybe closer to Demandware. Yeah, I like your Demandwares. This um, is a very interesting play for them. Um, they are positioning this as platform as a service, right? Because Magento is a platform, yep. not software as a service. So very, very differentiated from Shopify, right? Um, $2.1 billion market cap, by the way. Um, I, I, very different. Um, Demandware, I, I, I feel like Demandware is a much closer model to what, what they're doing here, but here's the big but. I'm not sure how I see why it's not, why it's pass and not SaaS, aside from the fact that they're calling that. In other words, platform as a service usually means you sign up for some platform, like DigitalOcean. Right, you sign up for some platform. You can put whatever the heck you want on there. You can put WordPress. You can put PHP BB. You can put V Bulletin. Uh, you know. <laughs> Whereas with the Magento Cloud, you're gonna put Magento on on the cloud. So no. um, I'm not sure what the differentiation is there between PaaS and SaaS. Well, so the okay, so the way that they're between marketing it is is this is the post SaaS era. That we platform as a service is the way to go. You own your software, right? You own, you own, you know, your software. And I think this is Magento's message from the start, but they've never really communicated it um, at this in this way. It's you know, when you invest in e- e-commerce or you know, online digital commerce as a as a, a channel, uh, your investment in the software is an asset, and if you don't own that. Right, it's an asset that should be on your balance sheet. This is something that's a it's a it's an asset, just like a um, storefront or or land that you own for your brick oh, right. and mortar yeah, would be an asset. It's very different, yeah. Right, and and, and so SaaS is not an asset. SaaS could you you're not in control of your destiny. It's not an right. asset on your balance sheet. It is, right. and and so it depends on how you look at yourself as a company. Running Magento in the cloud previously forced you to have to engage um, third parties. <laughs> 
um, who may or may not be very, very um, uh, uh, positioned, very well positioned to running a fully redundant cloud environment, right? And so that's where that's where the differentiation is here. Um, so give us spell it out for us. What are the features of how does this how do, how did how how will Magento in the cloud operate? Well, um, we got to pull up the. Um, of course, I'm not going to be able to Google. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't have the. Oh, here we go. Enterprise Cloud Edition. Um, they have uh, okay. So they've got um, at, on the on the. Oh, let's start from the bottom. So they're on top of AWS. Yep. Um, and then they've got their their pass on top of that, which is which being is run by mm-hmm. platform.sh. Right, and that's all like um, the DevOpsy stuff, the deployment piece, the configuration piece, the multi-availability zone deployment, right? Like you can deploy Magento Cloud Enterprise Cloud Edition. It's like triple availability zone deployment in in uh, in AWS, which is just sounds expensive to me. Um, yeah, although Fabrizio Branca was explaining platform.sh gets a 40% um, when you use them to go through AWS, you get a 40% reduction in AWS costs. Oh, that's um, cool. That's what they said. So I don't know how they pass on those savings or not, but yeah, interesting. Wow, I had no idea Amazon had more than a 40% margin on their infrastructure. Oh my God, it's the most profitable part of their whole business. Wow. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. Um, that's cool. And then so on top of that, you've got obviously Magento Enterprise, you've got the, the, the code. And then on top of that, you've got some performance management, New Relic, Blackfire. And then on top of that, you've got your CDN with uh, Fastly. Fastly, right. Um, so, you but know, on top of the, that, which is not in the graph, by the way, is Magento now has a support group that will guarantee 24-7 uptime and response. Right. So they're providing and, now managed service support. I just, yeah. that, that cannot go overlooked because that is such a huge departure from how they've run their support group yep. in the past. <laughs> yep. What's the what's the SLA on support tickets currently? Because I don't I know. know. It isn't I, always. I don't I know. Guess. They say like four to six hours or something, but I, I don't know. Okay. I, I just don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure that they have that, people all over the world that answer support tickets all hours of the day. But when you're managing people's actual sites uptime, not just give me a database dump and, and some code. Like when you're actually, yeah, it's a completely different story. Um, And you know what this just sounds like to me? This is, this screams profitability, right? Like this is, this screams um, new revenue stream. And it's probably a very, very good thing for them. I think the thing that I took away was who is this for, right? Yep. Who needs this? I'm still, yep. I'm still very much wondering and they haven't released pricing. I've been trying to squeeze out pricing information. Um, ever since you know we got the announcement, and I asked them at the booth about it, but they they weren't right. releasing any. Right. Um, you know, so are they targeting you know your uh, you know your ten million stores and up? You know, your thirty million, your one million. Um, where is this really going to be a fit? Where are they going to be competitive with other um, uh, with other competing options? Because right. you know, like you're saying, as it stands currently, there are providers that wrap a management layer around. AWS or yep. other um, infrastructure, yep. and that have Magento expertise. So, how exactly are they competing with them, um, and you know, what price point are they at? I think is going to is going to be interesting to find out. Well, I can I can I just quickly back of a napkin math this for you. 
Okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a number. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna prognosticate. Here here's what we're gonna yep. do. Um first of all, AWS triple availability zone, at least three webheads, three RDS databases, right? Just bare minimum. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna say you're in the fifteen hundred dollar a month range for that. Okay. Is the are the three availability zones required? I think so. I think that's part of the offering because otherwise if one availability zone goes down, you're you're out of luck. They kind of sold this mm-hmm. as a you will never be down because of AWS kind of a thing. And I think that's mm-hmm. a platform.sh mm-hmm. thing, right? So then platform.sh is kind of layered in there as well. That's your deployment piece. I, I think their costs I have to be considered and I'm gonna throw in some number. So let's say that all in all, just the AWS environment, including platform.sh, let's call it two grand a month. I'm I'm making this number up. I do not know. Okay. Yep. Then you've got layered services, right? Fastly, New Relic, you know, whatever. Uh Bright uh what is not I'm not Bright Pearl. What's it what's it called? Blackfire. 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 Yeah. Let's call that fifteen hundred a month. Okay. I don't know. It could All be right. much less. <laughs> sure, why not? So it could be a lot less. It yeah. could be a lot less. I mean, I have clients that spend five hundred a month on New Relic, so I don't know. Um okay. Because you pay per server, I think, on New Relic. I right? think Fastly starts at like 50 bucks a month. Okay, well, oh. fine. All right, fine. Um, then you're talking Magento's actual support tier. Okay? And I don't yep. even know yep. what that could possibly be. Let's yep. let's call that another 1500 a month. Okay? Did they say what their SLA is going to be on? No, uh, they didn't say, they they didn't say any of that. Okay. They didn't say any okay. of that stuff. Um. Yep. Long story short, I'm estimating this in the like six thousand a month range. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that I think yep. firmly puts it in the upper echelon of stores with you know a lot of volume. And if you watch the video that they rolled after the after the announcement, um, you watch the video that they rolled. The video starts off meet Jane, right? Jane makes ten million dollars a year with her Magento Enterprise store. And she just got an exclusive license to sell space penguins. Um, And so her store volume is going to triple in the next six months. So if I'm doing the math right, that's a $30 million store, right? (laughs) So, you know, I, I, that's kind of what I took away. I don't, I don't know that any of that was extremely intentional. I don't know that my numbers are correct. It's, they probably are not. Um, But, you know, we're, we're probably going to have Peter Sheldon or, um, or, um, uh, one of the other, you know, people that kind of helped bring this product to life over the last, you know, I don't know, 18 months or two years. I don't know how long they've been working on this. Um, we're going to have them on to talk about it and we'll talk about this. I'm sure, um, at length, uh, in the future, but I, you had a tweet and I want you to talk about the tweet now. So the, you know, the kind of the, the elephant in the room is that, um, they're, you know, you, they, they put on the screen, their, their partners, right. I think it was the diamond level partners or whatever. Right. And, you know, three of the six are hosting companies. Um, you've got Nexus, you've got Rackspace, you've got Simple Helix. Um, and hosting, their hosting partners have always been, um, you know, massive partners, right? They're usually the top, top sponsors for Imagine and things like that. And, you know, they're going to be competing directly with them now, um, which I think is, is, is kind of interesting. Um, so I posted up a little poll we've got at this uh, current counting, we've got 125 votes. So clearly a very statistically significant poll. Right. And, uh, 
we just asked you, know, how do you feel about Magento getting into the platform as a service business? Uh, 46% said exciting. They're happy about it. 22% said on the fence. And 32% said sad face. They're competing with their partners. Um, Who are their partners they're competing with? They're hosting partners. I just mentioned them. Yeah, they're hosting partners. No, I'm just saying like, they, but, but those are all on-premise, you know, I don't know, iron, uh, heavy iron hosting partners. They're not cloud hosting partners, right? Oh, um, so Rackspace isn't, doesn't Rackspace? Yeah, Rackspace Rack doesn't have, Rackspace's cloud product is, is being done away with. Magento, they, they've, they've done a number of things uh, themselves between open, I think it's open cloud or open stack. Um, and they did, you know, they have their own Rackspace cloud. None of those things have gained traction, and their new thing is managed support for AWS. That's their new. So that's where they're competing. That's where they're going to come across some competition. But you know, they've already built all that stuff. Magento is just talking about how this is going to work. Like, I don't know that Magento has done this yet with a client. I don't think there is one live. I, I asked, and they said there's not one live. Um, you know, Rackspace well, yeah, has people live right now. That's like, so I, I don't know. I, yeah. That's the whole question is how, how they're going to execute on it and stuff like that. Um, Rackspace but, is know, expensive I mean, too, by the way, like Rackspace and Tenzing, mm-hmm. who are the two big players in the space who provide managed support for AWS on Magento. Those guys are like five, six grand a month too, for this mm-hmm. kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's a, it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, and the thing, whenever, you know, whenever you have a, platform business um anything you do is going to compete with somebody yes um and so there you know you're going to have to crack some eggs at some point um but you know and like you said the question really and i'm sure Premiera was wanting to 10x you know revenue um as any as any investor would would want to rightfully so um and there's you know they're looking at hey where's the where's the biggest chunk of change that we can that we can get i jokingly said you know somebody was saying you know uh, how, how does a company decide what features to go after next? And I jokingly said, whichever one has, you know, 50% of your diamond sponsors, <laughs> uh, diamond <level> sponsors. <laughs> so I said, probably the next one they're going to go after is email. email. Um, but, uh, you know, so it's, it's, um, I feel like I'm being super negative about everything. So, and I feel bad for that because <laughs> I'd be annoyed if, if somebody was negative about all my announcements. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's the cloud. It's, you know, it's kind of a wait and see, like, let's see exactly what the pricing is and see how they execute on it. What's the support going to look like? Where, where are they, what level are they competing at, you know, pricing wise and stuff like that. But, um, but it, I mean, you can't, you can't deny that it's a bold move. I mean, it's definitely a bold move. And it's, and, you know what, it's the most logical and unexpected move. <laughs> it is the thing right. they need to do, I think, for, for them to stay relevant. They can, they can keep saying, you know, uh, they can keep preaching, you know, the the open source uh, mantra, but they 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 need to compete with the people that are the massive players in the space, and this is a way for them to compete, right? Yep, yep, yep. Anything as a service <laughs> as, is where... as you yawn uncontrollably. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize that's okay. Any, I mean, anything as a service is going to have you know high, the highest profit margins and. In you know virtually in in all of for sure. in all of business so sure. um yeah so I mean it, it makes sense so yeah moving on from from that um what else did we have we had there were some awards given out 
Uh, you guys got an, you guys got an award, right? We got an award. Yeah, something digital. We uh, yeah, you did. Our uh, our client Rite Aid, who I've not really been able to talk a whole whole lot about, but now it's pretty public. Uh, public. Um, our client Rite Aid uh, uh, won the award for the greatest growth in uh, one year um, on the Magento platform. Uh, we helped them uh, through 2015. Uh, with a massive growth strategy, and I led the team um, that helped get them stable because they had some stability issues. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was a, an amazing win for all of us. Um, and a huge team effort. Um, but uh, yeah, we we accepted the award with them, and and <laughs> uh, you wouldn't believe that what winning an excellence award at Magento does for your reputation in the partner community. <laughs> all of a sudden, That's like awesome. we're somewhat legitimized. We were like the we were the like the hoity toity like stepchild. Yeah, no, I like we were the we were the too cool for school. Like we have a bunch of wine dinners type people, and yep. like now we're like, oh shoot, they're legit. Like <laughs> you know, we're having that moment. So that's kind of cool. Feels good to win. So what are they? What are they? They got to be using some like Bronto for their email marketing, I'd imagine. <laughs> I don't know what they. Use. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't There's know. Can no you say? Can could... you say what they use? I can, yeah. Actually, I talked to him, and he said that he'd be happy to do a you know, case. Yeah, go ahead, say it. They're they're uh, Mage Mail. They're on Mage Mail. Rite Aid is using it's Mage Mail. Kind of exciting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that was cool. Pretty awesome, man. Congrats. Um, the key um, that was the key to their success. No, I'm just. Kidding. I think it was a big uh, part of it. Um, small, tiny part. Little tiny bit, part. Little big part. <laughs> um, and, uh, another. I want to give a shout out to my buddy Lewis Pinpoint Designs. They, um, they Discovery Store was one of their clients, and they got. They were the only non-partner nominated for uh, any award. They were nominated for the best launch uh, award. Uh, they did a lot of SEO and different stuff, and had a, had a great launch. Oh, that's for, awesome for them. Um, also a good link slant, by the way, but, um, but no, I thought it was really neat that they were the only non-partner that, that got nominated and that they're the discovery store is a neat store. They sell all sorts of fun, um, novelty products and stuff like that. Also a major customer. Dang, man. I'm just like, oh, dang man. son. Look at you. Dang, man. Okay. You, no, but that was listen, cool. listen, I'm going to tell you right now in front of all these people listening, you need to redesign magemail.co like right what? now and put like what? right at the top of it. Two of the Imagine Excellence Awards winners are Mage Mail clients. Bang. That's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? That's a really good idea. I yeah. need to jump on that. You got to get on that. Oh, man. Not that you don't there's have so much inertia. Yeah, there's so much inertia around updating your website. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, it's, I know. Ugh. So much inertia. You know? I don't even know what that means, but yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, Partner Summit was... Uh, actually, I, there was a neat um, anecdote. I, I read uh, the summary from Classy Llama. Yep. And uh, that Brian Lang, uh, was it Lang or Lange? Lang. It's Lang. Lang. Lang, obviously. Lang. He, um, like Katie uh, Lang? Right. Yeah. Got it. Yep. He, um, he, he wrote a recap and he mentioned that at the Partner Summit, he said, he was talking about Mark giving a, giving a talk and he said, you know, perhaps it was my imagination, but on what seemed the verge of tears, Mark Lavelle detailed the Magento story since the eBay takeover. Um, and, uh, he just said, you know, regardless of review, I think everybody in the room would agree. Mark's account was honest, insightful, and very personal. And he just said like, like his passion for the company really came through. Um, and I gotta say, man, my, my Lavelle fanboy level is steadily increasing. Yep. Um, because, you know, it can be easy to think of the, you know, the people that come into a company and didn't build it. It can be easy to have a certain assumption. Um, 
but uh, really, uh, uh, a lot of people are just saying that the level of passion that he has for the company um, is is just really uh, is just really huge. So, well, I want to say this. Um, I want to say this. I saw Mark Lavelle on the show floor in the expo hall, in the hallways, talking to people, sitting in sessions. He was out with the people for the entire conference. He stopped by the hackathon. He was at the hackathon. Um, he was at Preimagine. He was like, and he was having conversations with everybody. Like he was, he didn't have a handler. You know what I mean? Like he didn't right, have someone like right. with him, like guarding him. And I don't know. Did he? Did he? Yeah. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't. No. Totally didn't. Yeah. He's super real. And I don't know, man, like I don't want to dog anybody. Okay. Like I, I never got to meet Craig Heyman. I've never met Roy Rubin. You know what I mean? Under eBay leadership, the people that have been kind of like the, you know, the top dogs have, uh, have been pretty closely guarded and I feel like probably squirreled away in, in very, in very yeah, uh, like, busy, busy, you know, backroom meetings yeah. and, you know, partner stuff. Like I'm pretty sure Roy Rubin never stopped by the hackathon because I've been there the last three, <laughs> four years, right? No, that was a joke. Like, I know. I'm just saying, I, know, I, know. I hadn't even, I hadn't even made that connection, but that's, I mean, that's a really, that's a really valid point. Yeah. This, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I had a really great conversation uh, uh, with Mark for the, I think the very, first real conversation we'd had and, and you know he he i don't know he was super cool um just super cool about where he thinks the direction of the community is going what he he thinks you know oh he talked a lot about road to imagine but i think he sees the magento community is literally what makes magento popular and that's not a marketing message like the magento the Mag- magento's power is in the community and he means it like yeah, he really means they- it also in the recap, they mentioned that the partner summit, he, you know, reinstated his commitment to open source and to the community yep. Yep. and just stated that really clearly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, they don't let me in that stuff anymore, by the way, you know that, right? <laughs> Did you really get booted from it? No, no, no. I, I, I've never been invited to that. <laughs> oh, okay. I've never, I've never been invited either. <laughs> uh, well. Um, so that's, I guess that's a good place to stop. We kind of went long, but well, uh, I know for a, a fact of, that they're uh, never going to let me in sales kick off again because that's, I, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, 100%. that's definitely never happening. Again. <laughs> uh, but You'll we'll have see. to have spies that, that get in there on the ground for you. Listen, I think this was the best imagine ever. I, what um, do you think? Uh, it's hard. I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time with those types of statements. Um, I, I I don't have any reason to think it was worse than other imagines. Um, I think it was pretty good. <laughs> is, that, is that a bad answer? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, last imagine was like they never said the word Magento ever. So um, that you know that wasn't that wasn't awesome. But well, uh, all right, fine. Um, I think it was the best imagine. I'm not ever. saying it wasn't the best ever. I just this is only number four for me. Okay, I, I wasn't at the first couple, so I I get a pass. I think this is the okay. best one for me. Um, I will say that although I wasn't innovate one year instead of you know the first imagine, but whatever. Um, yeah, they've already announced the new dates for Imagine 2017, April 3rd through 5th, uh, 2017. Also, still at the win. And yeah. that's when you and I decided that we need to uh, we need to do fit for imagine, right? Fit to imagine, fit to imagine. This was actually Moses's idea. Oh, okay, um, Moses Kizian um, was uh, came up to me and said, "Hey, you know the road to imagine thing? What if next year we do fit to imagine?" And it almost like a Biggest Loser type of thing. <laughs> and um, I believe I think he even put up a website. Let me see, fit to no, imagine. No way. Yeah, I think he threw up a site the other day. Yeah, it's up. Fit to imagine.com. 
And uh, so we we haven't talked about any details yet. I got to talk to, but I've been on a no carb diet for the past week or so, and I'm trying to hit the gym. I'm trying to get ripped. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see if it happens. Uh, I I I looked at uh, the belly is getting large. Oh, dude, you don't talk to me about large bellies. I will slap you with my large belly. Show I will, title. I will, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will talk to you about large bellies. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think uh, uh, if anything. I'm either feeling my age or my my uh, grotesque obesity, um, my morbid obesity. But it's one of the two. the 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 six mile walk from the hotel room to the Imagine uh, conference area um, yeah. has me really wanting to either invest in a scooter or <laughs> lose some weight before the next Imagine. Get get a little fit. So I'm all over this. I'm gonna. The scooter sounds like a really good idea. Let's like do both. That. It sounds like so, yeah. why not both? All right. So well, yeah. So that'll be cool. But yeah, that's that's it. That's a wrap. This might um, be the longest episode we've ever done. This um, is a long one. We might even split long. this into two. Yes, but we well, always thank say you that. everybody for for bearing with us. Yeah. I hope you have a great week. We'd great, love to hear from you. Great time. Uh, let thank me close you. this out, buddy. Please. I'm going to close I this out. You. Hop over to magetalk.com um, <laughs> and drop a comment in the comment section. We'd love to hear from you. any questions or comments or emojis or anything like that <laughs> and uh until next time we'll see you soon or drop a comment you could drop two comments right drop a comment drop three comments if you drop two comments you could just drop a deuce right on us two <laughs> two comments all right deuces later man <laughs> <laughs>